Hello everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Welcome. We are doing this this afternoon. Just obviously we are knees deep in self-assessments, but we still want to come on uh, to help you guys. Uh, my name is Vicky uh, and this gorgeous man next to me is Lee and uh, we run the Pet Accountant together, uh, which is an accountancy firm that helps uh, pet businesses and non-pet businesses across the UK. Just in case you're new and you're wondering who we are. Um, this week we decided or have decided to talk about bookkeeping. Now, the reasons why we've chosen bookkeeping is because A, sometimes people don't know what the difference is between bookkeeping and accounts or between a bookkeeper and accountant. Um, and obviously with making tax digital coming into play in the next couple of years, potentially, um, then obviously it's going to play a bigger part because you're going to have to use software um, to submit your tax returns, which I know a lot of you are going to hate and it's going to be a ball ache. Um but hopefully we've got you covered. We'll have lots running up to that point. Um, we are running one-to-one courses on Free Agent Zero. So if you are listening to this and you want to become one of them, then let us know. Um, other than that, we're just going to dive right in. So the, what is, Lee, the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant? A hey, good question. Um, so <laughs> it's... It's the different levels at which they can undertake work for taxation purposes. So, In English. Right, okay. So a, an accountant is qualified to a higher level. Um, a bookkeeper may or may not have the qualification and the experience to submit a, t- a self-assessment, but they can um, do your day-to-day bookkeeping on software, which enables them to prepare the figures to what's called a trial balance ready for the accounts to be finalized and then those figures transported into the basis of your self-assessment so typically a bookkeeper doesn't have that ability but there are um governing bodies out there that does allow a bookkeeper to gain some further qualifications to do self-assessments. The ICB is one of them. Um, So just because they are a bookkeeper, it doesn't mean that they can't do it, but I would be asking the question of what are you qualified to and are you insured, which is another big one, to undertake that type of work. Now, as, as, as licensed accountants, we can do everything from the bookkeeping right the way through to preparing the accounts to entering it onto a personal tax return but then we've also got the added complexity of being able to do limited company accounts. Now, not every licensed accountant can do limited company accounts. So again, simple question. (laughs) You have to make sure that, you know, when you, when you do go to an accountant or a bookkeeper, that you're very clear in what they can and they can't do and what they're licensed for and what the insurance covers them for, which is another big thing. So in layman's terms, then, the bookkeeper does the day-to-day admin of the business of doing the transactions and all that yeah. sort of thing. So they're going to be reconciling your bank fee. They're basically going to be <clears throat> taking your receipts and matching that with a transaction in your bank uh, and making sure that that receipt has been categorized correctly 
in your accounts. Now, they also will assess whether or not that expense is allowable or disallowable. Because again, um, controversial point, I know, but trainers, if you're a dog walker, are not necessarily a allowable expense. But protective equipment like waterproofs, we generally would put through as, as protective equipment. So that would be allowable. And if they're on the same receipt, the idea of that bookkeeper is to split those transactions out so we we don't uh, put everything through or we don't disallow everything. We split it into the allowable and the disallowable proportion to maximize your tax savings. Right. <laughs> so back to layman's terms. Yeah. <laughs> the bookkeeper does the day-to-day, like admin, nitty-gritty, and then the accountants will actually do the accounts and give you more tax advice around your business yes. where bookkeeper generally obviously like you said bookkeepers do do self-assessments and things but generally they're more the admin of the business rather than yes. the equity bit at the end and then accountants can do both yeah qualified to that level yes that was i hope that helps i think it's i think it's important as well because obviously as an accountancy firm we've grown so we now have different levels of team members throughout our business. You hear that bark in the background, it's Mabel. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was just explaining that we have like different levels of team members within our business. And, you know, much to some of our clients' dismay, when they come to us at Crufts and they, they see us on live uh, and they expect that we're going to be doing absolutely everything to do with that set of accounts or that one person, it's just physically not possible for one person within the business to to have that as you know much work on for for a specific individual and the different parts of the team train and develop their knowledge and have better understandings rather than an overall grasp so whilst the accountants are important and we can talk to you about growing your business your pricing right um let's look at what you're doing right what you're doing wrong and and provide guidance and feedback the payroll department is just as important as the bookkeeping department because those guys um, are doing it day to day. The bookkeepers will be able to do the bookkeeping quicker than possibly an accountant who who no longer is doing bookkeeping on a day to day basis. So there's benefits of having the, the multiple layers within a business that specialises within the certain things within the accountancy that you guys might use. Now. One point of contact is nice, and if you email us and it's not us that it's not me that deals with it, we will pass it over to the person. We will just bounce it back to you. We'll just say like Jody, she's payroll. Just the favor, reply to such and such, just to to answer their query for them. And it's the same with the bookkeeping. We would never um, not answer a question if it's emailed to me or Vicky, just because it was a question about the bookkeeping, or it was a question about the payroll, or it was a question about the tax return. Um, so it's it's. Whilst we are growing, we still have that small company mentality, that that family bond, um, you know, and 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 it's it's something that we wanted to maintain, and it's important to us. And and whilst that that member of staff, well, rather whilst we might not be the person that's undertaking the specific work for you, that doesn't mean we don't care or we don't oversee or we don't check in. Um, so it's you know it's. It's it's important to have a variety of skills within any business, whether that's grooming, um, you know, dog walking, dog training. The more people that you have as part of your team, the bigger and better your business can be. And I've always said it from 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 back when I was doing different businesses, is that 
surround yourself with good people because it's those type of people that will help you grow your business. And if those people are smarter than you, then happy days because it means that you're not the person that everybody's going to have to come to. So it's, 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 you no longer become the bottleneck and your business can actually grow much, much better if you've got the right caliber people around you. So I didn't bear. I know, but never mind. It, it was a little bit, and I thought, I'm just going to be quiet and let you go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we do we do get a lot, and, and people obviously want us to do their accounts and things, and we appreciate that. And like Lee said, you know, we're always on the other end of the telephone, we'll always answer emails, but sometimes we can't do everyone's tax return because there's just not enough hours in the day. Um, but like I said, if you ever wanted to speak to me and Lee, you know, you just have to pick up the phone and drop us an email, and we're always there. Yeah. Um, slight tangent. Um, and we will be at Crufts as well, yes, all we So please come and see us because we have lots of offers on at Crufts as well. Um, you threw me off what I was going to say now. Uh, right, bookkeeping. Yeah, bookkeeping. Right, bookkeeping. okay. Now, we have a lot of people that are on uh, software, either zero or free agent, some on QuickBooks, uh, <laughs> will not name. Um, and you know, we have we do bookkeeper for clients. Um, not a lot of them in comparison. Like there's still a lot more on paper than there is on um, software, which is obviously what we're trying to to reverse. Because when making tax digital comes into play, you will have to use software. It'll be compulsory. So there won't be an option of a spreadsheet or paper or packs or anything else of however you do it. Diaries. You will have to be on software. Now, we do get people that do their own bookkeeping, which is absolutely fine. Nine times out of 10, it's a bit of a mess, uh, not going to lie. Um, because, and, and you know, it would be the same as if you gave me and Lee some clippers and said, go and, go and do a teddy bear cut on that Bichon. I don't even know if that's the right. Mine would end up looking like a Picasso, I'm not going to lie. Mine looked like years a off and everything. dog, you know. Van Gogh is not Picasso. Yeah, it would just be horrific. So we don't expect you guys to know. So that's why we offer the bookkeeping services and that's why we offer the training courses is to help you get to grips with it. Now, again, not everyone can afford an accountant or a bookkeeper to do that, um, which is why we've come on today to maybe give you some hints and tips with regards to the bookkeeping so that you try and get it right. Um, my first tip would be not to go on QuickBooks, a.k.a. shit books, because it's crap. Um, and if you're going to get an accountant, then it's very hard for us to use. Um, some of it doesn't even allow us to edit anything. We can't do anything. So then if you came to us with QuickBooks, we just have to take the figures from there, do our own to submit your tax return. Then our figures won't match what you've got on QuickBooks because if you've done it wrong on QuickBooks, we can't fix it. Um, whereas if we did it on free agent, we could make free agent look exactly the same as what your tax return does, which is the point. Um, so tip number one, try and avoid QuickBooks. If you love it, that's absolutely fine. This is just our personal opinion and our personal preference. We do have a very, very tiny amount of clients still on QuickBooks, but they understand that we can't go in and fix anything. So if that's fine, then that's fine. Um, have you got a tip? I have, actually. Um, if you are doing your own bookkeeping, um, and again, you have to do your bookkeeping in order to do your self-assessment. So... Most clients will opt to use the cash accounting um, basis to prepare the accounts. Now, that is where you only record income and expenditure at the point at which you physically receive it or physically pay for it. In opting to use that type of accounting, 
you're limiting yourself with the amount that you're able to claim in bank fees, loan interest, uh, higher purchases, and and higher agreements. You can actually only claim a maximum of five hundred pounds in the year across those that spectrum of of different expenses because it all comes under bank fees. Um, and if you've spent more than £500 on it, which is easily doable when you take into account the sum-up fees, low-pay fees, you know, those types of things, um, or, or even fees with your bank or your credit card charges, if they exceed £500, the maximum you can claim is £500 in your expenses. And that's one of the big differences between going to an accountant and doing it yourselves is that we prepare the accounts slightly differently that enables you to have unrestricted claim on the things that you spend and then we manipulate the allowances and your expenses and you know if you've bought vehicles to maximize those tax efficiencies. So for argument's sake, if you're on the cash accounting basis and you put a vehicle through, you don't have the choice about putting part of it through and then carrying some forward. It all goes in. And if you use, you know, you once your expenses drop below your personal rate tax band, as accountants on the accruals basis, we would stop claiming that van so that you're just under the the tax threshold and 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 roll the rest forward into the following year. If you're doing it on the cash basis, you haven't got that choice, and you would then lower everything below your tax free threshold, and then you've lost it. I just put my hand up because that is probably the one thing that we see so much on the groups yeah. is about vans and cars. People probably don't even know what the cash and accruals basis is. And if that's the case, then, you know, that's maybe an indication that you need some help. Um, if you're not sure how you do your vans, you know, we know loads of people that just shove it in the expenses box on the tax return. People just put in total income, total expenses box, done. That isn't the correct way of doing it. And I know that's how many people do it, probably because of lack of knowledge. Um, and this is why we do these lives is to help you. You know, we've had about three people on the phone this morning give us their 22, 23 self-assessments to do because they've bought vans and things and they just don't know how to get their head round putting in the expenses properly. And and like Lee said, some people will use the whole van where they haven't made a profit and then that whole 10 grand, you know, if that was the price of the van, it's just wasted. You know, then you'll end up paying tax on your next one, which then you shouldn't be. So... Bookkeeping is very, very important and it needs to be right. We've had people that have used software and we've had to basically wipe it all and start again. Uh, we've had people hit the back threshold without realising. So had they been on software, they would have caught that and then they wouldn't have had a backdate and back bill. So there's a lot of positives about getting the bookkeeping. And also it's not as expensive as you think. I know I had one lady that messaged me last week and said, how much are your fees? I've got X, Y, and Z. Obviously, everyone's different, so we can't just give out a blanket fee because some people might have staff, some people might not be, some of that registers, so we might not be. Um, and people you know, have different sections of the self-assessment to fill in. Exactly. It could be a, a disposal of a house. Yeah. Be- so I gave her a price and she went, oh, my God, I thought you'd be much more expensive than that, which is why I didn't contact you and I've been struggling all this time when I could have just given it to you in the first place. So it's worth asking. We don't mind if you want to drop us a message or an email and say, this is what I've got. How much is it? And then if it's too much or it's not for you, then that's absolutely fine. But don't assume that we're too expensive because we can tell you now, we're very honest and open about our prices. We're not the cheapest, but I spoke to someone, or Tegan spoke to someone the other day that was paying £900 for their self-assessment. 
no staff, no bookkeeper, no VAT, nothing, just 900 quid, which is a lot of money. And that, you know, there's loads of people out there paying that amount. So we're not the cheapest, but we're not the most expensive. We're probably in the middle. Um, we've had a few questions that Lee's not monitoring, so I'll do them. <laughs> no, I am. I just couldn't get with <laughs> Man, can't multitask. Uh, hi, Sonia. Hope you're feeling better. Um, hi, Amy. Thank you very much. <laughs> hi, Sally. Hi, Charlotte. Uh, good. There's one. no point in creeping now, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Amy, you've already upset him. Uh, right, a good message from Tane, actually, which um, we do try and answer. We get it a lot, actually, in fairness. I would like to ask, with you being in our industry, what makes you better in regards to claiming back our tax back than other accountants? My question, and how I always answer this is, would your, would it, a normal accountant can still do a tax return, okay? They still do the tax return in the same way majority of the time. Everyone has different ways of doing things, but they pretty much do it the same way. However, if you went to a generic accountant, would they know what Savvy was? Would they know what Tuft was? Would they know what Christie's is? Would they know what a dog walker does? You know, what what a groomer does? You know, will they know that Christie's action, a bank statement, it comes under a different name? Um, you know, would they know what hydro bath is or muttonies or hound? You know, what makes us better is not necessarily that we'll claim more back for you, but we understand what you do. We understand what we're looking for. We've had loads of clients that go, oh, my last accountant didn't put X, Y, and Z in because they didn't know what it was. So it's more understanding your industry, what we should be looking for and what we can and can't put through would be better claimed. And it's just on the head there as well is that we see so many businesses um, let, let me put it this way to you. An accountant that specialises in the aerospace industry and you go to him as a dog walker, is he going to know the expenses that you should be claiming <laughs> you haven't put through? And the answer is no. It's simply because he's only going to go off by what you've given him. He wouldn't have industry knowledge with, with dog walkers, trainers, boarders, groomers to be able to say, well, we don't see X, Y, and Z. Why haven't you claimed that? Have you not paid out for it? Um, you know, and but it's not just about filling in your tax return. We, me and Vicky do one-to-one business coaching as well with clients. So we review their businesses and we can say, well, actually, have you tried this idea? We found that that doesn't work or this is a better supplier. Um, and, and, and we try to help you and, and, and mentor you so that your, your business can take off and, and have better profit levels, which gives you more money. But an accountant that's not within that industry or doesn't deal with that on day-to-day or have many clients within that sector can't have those conversations with you because their skill set is based on something else within a different industry. So by by focusing and by niching into pet businesses, that's what our USP is. That's our unique perspective is that any business that's related to within the pet industry we can talk to you about it like we are now and we understand what it is that you're trying to do, how to achieve it and how to help you get there. So it's about our knowledge rather than the accountant knowledge that that is important with with that sort of question of and why we're better suited to help you. But like Vicky said, we do non-pet businesses as well. 
my background is home improvements and your, your builders, your electricians, your spark, uh, your, your your plasters. Um, I deal with pubs. I deal with. Um, I've had hotels, uh, cafes. Um, so I've I've got an eclectic mix of client base, not just pet businesses. So so when we do have a non-pet business approach us, my experience outside of the pet accountant actually helps that side as well but so does vicky's background so we're we're, we're really well suited to to specialize and to take other clients on as well so we're a little bit more of a rounded package um but but certainly our, our main focus always has been and always will be the, the pet industry and we love it and you know yeah we, we do yeah it's, it's like working with you and you know, Tegan, who a lot of you speak to, she had a very successful dog grooming business um, for six years that she built from scratch. So Tegan does one-to-ones with clients that ring up who are new dog groomers and, and don't really know what to do or how to grow their business. So we have people that have actually worked in the industry as well. Um, and everyone will know if they've picked up the phone to us and spoke to Tegan, they'll be on the phone for about an hour talking about dogs. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she gives us that inside knowledge as well that helps us, especially with the dog grooming side. Um and one of our friends is a dog walker. So again, we we, we pick her brain. So a bit of a long-winded answer, but yeah, basically, hopefully that answers your question. Um, I'm just going through. Claire King, I'm happy for you to do mine. I can't get my head around it all. We've had a lot of that recently, Claire. I think obviously for the time of the month, uh, being January, uh, a lot of people have just had it. Um, from Elton Highbooth, can you confirm whether or not a pet sitter or dog walker where the job is essentially, uh, it, I can't even say that word. I can't see it, but I'm getting it. Essentially itinerant by nature. Itinerant. Oh. <laughs> it was on the top of the tip of my tongue then. I, I, no, I can't Itinerant. Yeah, that's it. Itinerant by nature. My my research on HMRC says you cannot claim for food or even fuel as highlighted in the article which they've put in. So itinerant workers where a person doesn't have a fixed base of work and moves from one area to another on a job-by-job basis, or a job-by-job basis. Now, if you're a dog walker, you do have a basis, your home. So if you have to travel to a client to pick the dog up, um, then that would be an allowable business expense for the travel of the car. The difference is where if you'd agreed with a client and that client was going to be with you for more than two years, and every Wednesday or every Monday, doesn't matter when, but it's on a regular basis that you've booked that client in, that then could technically be classed as your commute to a regular place of work where you're where you're constantly going to that one person on the same day. If it's a commute, then it's not an allowable expense. Um, so when it comes to food, so this one is uh, the real, real tricky one. So, <laughs> yeah, right. HMRC's rules around food is quite clear. General day-to-day food is not an allowable business expense, regardless of whether or not it's that cup of coffee or McDonald's. Um, your your regular lunch is not a, a regular business expense. If your job is that you are working outside and you're walking dogs, it's not unreasonable for HMRC to expect that you take a packed lunch but if you need to buy things to keep things warm, like a flask or or some things along those lines, then we would generally allow that because it's the only way that you can take food with you during the day. Now, that being said, if your dog's sitting for a few days 
and you're away from home, the client has allowed you to use their their cooking facilities, then it's again, you'd be buying food at home anyway to cook, but this time that you're just doing it in somebody else's house. So again, I wouldn't allow that. However, if it was a one-off because you wasn't allowed to use their cooking facilities and you had no way of keeping the food warm for a long period of time, um, maybe you're going out for the day with the dogs to the beach and it's away from the home, then it's not unreasonable for you in those circumstances to buy food and drink whilst you're out. And that would be allowable, but you must keep good records to say that's why it happened. Now, HMRC's argument is, is that um, where an overnight stay is involved uh, because you had a business meeting um, or training, then an evening meal as, as well as a drink uh, would be allowable as part of the claim as well as the accommodation overnight. The general food during the day, I believe you have to travel usually with an excess of eight hours away from, from your home for food and drink to be allowable. So it's difficult because the itinerant work comes into play in a lot of things. And again, it comes into play where I was just talking about the, the, the home improvement industry where you've got builders that work from site to site the same as electricians and uh, and plasterers, because again, they can work all over the country or some of them, like we're up in Carlisle in Cumbria, and some of the guys that I know will travel an hour over to West Coast of Cumbria, some will travel two hours. The problem is, is it's still within their local working area. Just because they go from house to house, they're still within the area. Now, if that person was to travel to Newcastle for argument's sake, which is two and a bit hours away, or they went down to London for a, for a few weeks to do a job, if they're away for, for and their temporary place of work moves for a short period of time and doesn't exceed two years, then whilst they're away in those areas, they can claim food and drink. So you need to consider whether or not this is your, your working area that you're in that is close to your house, but you choose not to go home for lunch uh, as compared to what an itinerant worker is where you move around the country doing different jobs. So again, long-winded, <laughs> HMRC is complex and trying to... We have digressed a little bit, but, you know, and this is a problem, like, it's so... Anything to do with tax and, and self-assessments and things is so diverse. And this is why, and anyone who watches my lives will know probably what I'm about to say, where it really annoys me when people write, oh, doing your tax return is easy, you don't need an accountant. And I'll tell you the reason why it annoys me. One, because it's not easy and that's why we train continuously for years and years to do it. And by saying to someone who's brand new and is not sure, oh, it's really easy, you don't need an accounting, you just put the figure in the box, leads them down the wrong path to then do it wrong, which then costs them money. And then by the time they get to us, they've already got a multiple of fines. So I don't get annoyed please, just because it annoys me. There's reasons why, because we, we speak to so many people who've said, oh, yeah, but so-and-so said I didn't need an accountant and now X, Y, and Z's happened. And that's why it infuriates me. And I think we had a bit of a we had a bit of a, a heated discussion on the group last week, I think it was, where someone put, and everyone's allowed their own opinion, oh, you don't need an accountant, I do mine myself. Now, and I had a lot of clients come to my defence because I, I did reply and I will kick people out of the group because it's disrespectful. The group is run by accountants. <laughs> it would be like me being in a dog grooming group as a customer going, oh, I don't need a dog groomer, just shave it yourself. You know, it does annoy me slightly. So if, you know, I do comment or you see comments disappear, that is me because 
I don't want that negativity in the group and it gives off the wrong impression to everyone else who's there for help. And as Sally rightly put as a comment on this thread, you know, this advice we're given is free. You know, no other accountant that I know of, and obviously correct me anyone if I'm wrong, um, but no other accountant does a free group where they give out so much free advice week on, week out and, and do all this for free. We give up our free time to do this. So apologies if your mate's been kicked out of the group or I've, I've a comment and it's offended anybody. It's just because I don't want anyone in this group saying, oh, you don't need an accountant or recommend another bloody accountant. <laughs> Hell no. But, you know, that's just obviously, that's just an us thing. But, oh, you're so yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I know, I'm, I am. But, you know, we've built this you're group really up. You're really anal with that, aren't you, Vic, with those comments? I am. I am. Because we've built this group up and it's a great free resource for people to use. And it just really knocks me when someone says, oh, you don't need an accountant, it's easy. I'm like, you're in an accountant's group, for God's sake. <laughs> so, yes. So if you see me go off on one, please don't be offended. Everyone is free for their own opinion. Apart from that. <laughs> Because <laughs> I will just delete it and kick you out. I think the the problem is is I, I and again I won't say too much about that that conversation that was going on. It was just that what was easy for one person isn't necessarily easy for another, yeah. and it's very easy for somebody to be misled, thinking that oh it it is just filling in a few boxes about my my soul trade, which didn't really turn over very much this year, so I'm going to do it myself. But without realizing it, the self-assessment is a bigger beast. And it's assessing you as a whole, not just your sole trade side. So if you didn't know that you had to talk about capital gains or your employments or uh, pensions that you receive or benefits, benefits that you've had, job center that's given you a couple of money because you was unemployed, then what was initially a very easy process has now just become this complete web of of different avenues that you have to go down. And, you know, if you've got savings income, are you aware that you have to include the the, the, the savings money that you've received, the, the interest, and declare the interest? Now, depending on whether or not that's gross or net, you may have to gross that savings income up on the tax return. Now, this is where the accountants come in because it's what we do day in, day out. So for someone to say it's really easy, just do it yourself, is the bit that we have to step in and say, well, hang on a second. For one person, it might be very easy. For another person, it could be a completely different kettle of fish. Um, you know, so it's it is very hard. And when we do say this like that. We say this on every line. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Sure people ask and laugh. Helping people understand me is that is that it's not just about that one figure from your soul trade side. Uh, and I, I seen another comment there um, from. Uh, Thank you so much for answering that. Uh, I've had someone local to me who's only one hundred and fifty pounds, uh, which is cheap. Um, but they also got me quite a bit of money back. Of course, it's a very good return. So it was your first return. Now, what we always say to people, when is your very first tax return in the first year that you started trading? A lot of clients say to us, I can't afford an accountant. It's my first year. I say in your first year, you can't afford not to have an accountant because that is the that is the one year where we can truly, truly make a difference to your tax bill because we can look at all of your pre-trading expenses to bring those into the accounts. Uh, and then any loss we can offset against your 
um, your tax that you've already paid through employment. Uh, but if you didn't pay any, then we can roll it forward into future years to help you in, in the next couple. Now, there was an instance uh, within the last couple of weeks where somebody came to us, they completed their first self-assessment and they said, well, I earned less than £1,000, so I've just put the £1,000 trading allowance through. I didn't have to pay any tax. By doing that, they lost the ability to claim back seven years of expenses. So what we did, and I spoke to the person, I said, look, in my professional opinion, what we need to do is resubmit that tax return. Yes, it's going to cost you because we now need to do two, two tax returns. But in doing so, we got a £2,500 tax rebate in year one and another £2,500 in year two. So we saved her five grand to get money back in her back pocket just by doing what we did because we, we knew what we needed to do was wrong in, in the first <clears throat> year. You, if you claim the trading allowance, you can't then save all those expenses up that you didn't put through and put them in through in year two. The trading allowance is it's either that or the expenses, but in year one, there's a lot more that you can put through than you realise. Don't know why I've gone so blurry. Says it all. Thank you very much for your kind words. People are jumping on the hashtag. Why well, should I make it start a hashtag? Hashtag you don't need an accountant. <laughs> Let's start a hashtag. I might have that for Crofts. Hashtag you don't need me. Um, <laughs> Sally, bless her. I'm on, I'm on one today. Would like to add that I only start up business first time ever last May. And just knowing that you're on board, Vicky, makes me so much more relaxed about my accounts and money. Honestly, I trust you, but I've never met you. But I feel I do know you because of these lives. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, Sally. Um, and again, to Tor as well, um, who's like the fact that we do the lies. Very nice. Thank you very much. I'll stop, stop ranting now. I'll probably do it next week, but it's only because people say it. People say it in the group and I get annoyed. Um, it's it's like, difficult, isn't it? Because like, hang on a second. Yes, we are good Croft. Someone said canine yes. boutique. We are. Hall one, stall yes. 56. Oh, I can't remember the number, but we're definitely basically as you walk to the doors, we're right there in hall one. Yeah, we're going to be in hall one. We'll have freebies. We'll have uh, lots of offers on. We even have some fizz if I I think so to get some. I'll I'll need it to get through the four days. Yeah, we'll have some. We'll be pissed. We'll be drunkly disorderly. (laughs) Yeah, not only attentively. We'll start the champagne and prosecco approximately two p.m. just to get us through the rest of the day. Quite possibly intoxicated by 6 p.m. So come and get your free stuff because we'll just give it away. It could be intoxicated um, with 12 in all honesty. Who knows? <laughs> it's a waiting game. You just see what happens when you turn up. Um, but yes, definitely come and see us. Um, it's really nice to see clients and non-clients because, yeah. you know, we have clients all around the UK. So it's it's one of those central meeting points where we get to meet everyone, get uh, some pictures. Get some on the pictures. Saturday, more of the team is going to be there as well this year. So yes. there's going to be five of us from the team there on Saturday. Um, I think we've answered most of uh, the questions. And uh, hi, Jack. Um, I think that was about it. I know we've digressed probably more than a little bit of this one. We've got really talked about bookkeeping, but it's part of the fun. So, um, yes, just make sure that you're filling in stuff correctly. Ask if you need help. 
Um, if you want to get on board with bookkeeping, they give us a shout. We have got some packages that encompass everything rather than us just doing bookkeeping. We've got an all-in-one package. All-in-one, brand been, new, being yeah, launched. The whole shebang. Is it all? We basically say, just let us deal with it for you for the rest of the year. You get Zoom chats, some coaching, some performance packs. We're going all out. For Software. 20. Software. Self-assessment. So, Self-assessment. All in. All all in. One fee. Same with limited companies. So people who don't know us, so we do everything. Payroll, limited companies, partnerships, sole traders. If you've got a partner that is a bricklayer or a dentist, whatever, we, we do non-pet businesses as well. Um, so don't think, you know, if you like what we do and your partner wants to come on board, then that's absolutely fine. Um, and we're not as expensive as we think. And I think it's worth it. Personally, I know I'm a bit biased, but we do do a lot of stuff for free. We are going to implement drop-in sessions for our clients where you can book one of us in the month. If you're stuck on something or you just fancy a chat or you want to talk about your business, we're offering free 20-minute drop-in sessions uh, throughout the year so that you can have that time with us. Because we know sometimes it's difficult. We have busy periods and we can't always communicate what we want to in an email. Um, So we're going to put these drop-in sessions in place for you guys. um, And you can speak to any of us. So, you know, I know me and Lee are very popular, so you'd have to get in there quick before the fill-up. <laughs> um, but yes. Um, oh, someone... Are you doing a raffle? I bought the names of the heart until I A raffle. <laughs> Got any free tickets for Crufts? Sally, do you know what? They've been a bit... They, they must have cottoned on, but normally they give you 12. Um, and this year they've only given us six and we need all six because we've got six of us coming. So unfortunately we can't give out only three tickets like we did last year because I think they've cottoned on. We were just giving them away. <laughs> Maybe it was us that spoiled it for everyone. I don't know. We were just willing to leave them away because they're, and they get you in for the whole four days, but fortunately not. Um, otherwise we would have. Uh, where are you going to be at? Was a bit late to this live. Oh, hole one. Hole stand, one. 50 something. We'll be there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as soon as you walk through the main doors in Hall 1, we're going to be dead in front of you this year. Yes. Tut. Oh, Sally, you're saying we're going to be given tut or tut? Oh, definitely. Got lots of tut. Oh, got lots of tut. I started saving that already. It was crap that you don't need, but everyone loves free <laughs> I'm on the phone to zero every week asking them what they can send. Yeah, we're trying to get as much stuff from people as we can to give away. Um, but we will have Prosecco and chocolates and things like that. So um, it'll be fun this year rather than a boring stand that we had last year, which was a bit pants. Um, we're going to jazz it up. We've even got a spinny wheel where you can win free stuff. We're going all out. Um, free free prize to anyone that comes with a T-shirt that says hashtag don't need an accountant. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's someone's... That's someone's uh, mission. They come up to us with a T-shirt that they've had made that says hashtag don't need an accountant. Uh, but if you do, choose the pet accountant. <laughs> yeah, but if something comes up with something like that, I have to uh, admit, oh, you're going to have to have something really decent free because that would make my day. Uh, <laughs> or hashtag don't tell Vicky at the bottom. I don't know. But there we go. If someone wants to do that as a surprise, there's a challenge for you. Uh, we're still going on about the Spanish retreat as well. We're going to do that. Probably not this year, but possibly next year. So if you're interested in spending a week with us in Spain, all it's, and it's an expense, which is even better, um, we'll give you some news on that uh, later on. Right, we're going to go because we've got lots of work to do. 
tax returns. Lots of tax returns to do because the deadline's getting a bit close. So we need to go. But hope you've enjoyed it. Listen to the podcast, Pet Account Podcast. Subscribe so that you get them all. Jodie, get back to work. I can see she's just logged on. You should be at work. Uh, listen to the Pet Account Podcast. Subscribe to it. All these go on the podcast. So if you miss it, you can watch it in here or subscribe to that and listen to all of our other ones. They only get hilarious from about halfway down when Lee loosened up a little bit. The first the first 10 are probably a bit dull. <laughs> and then Lee loosened up and then they get better. Um, but yes, listen to them. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Any questions, give us a shout. Our number and contact details are on the top of the group if you need us. And if you want to know about the all-in-one package, then let us know and we'll talk to you through that. But details coming soon. Anyway, we best go. So enjoy your week. Um, and yeah, hopefully everyone gets attached to on time. We'll catch you next week at some point. Take care, all. Fabulous. All right, bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.